Thanksgiving is a symbolic activity that has to do with acknowledging good things. The Bible said the Lord made the heavens and the earth, everything created everything. And he said on the seventh day he rested. But you see, after he creates everything, he looked at it and said, It is good. Can I hear you say it is good? Can I hear you say again, say it is good. When you see and experience something good, and maybe you, you are part and parcel of an activity that has to do with the creation or get some certain stuff done, you know, the gladness in your heart, you will look at that and say, wow, this is what? Good. That gladness is translated to be gratitude praise God. But at this time, we want to really understand and translate this gratitude very well towards God because he is the omnipotent and omniscient God. He is the owner of our life. He is the beginning and the end of our life. He is the one responsible for every great things and every lifting in our lives. And everything we have ever gotten in this life was not by our strength or power. It's by the mercies and the grace of God. David the other day declared, said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. That is a heart of gratitude, happiness. How do you feel when, 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 when certain things happen in your life? How do you feel? How do you, how do you express it? Who do you express it to? And I tell people, I say, what you have in your heart determines what comes out of your mouth in the days of either thanksgiving or in the days of trials. For instance... A person that is so into their father or their mother, when something shocking happened to them, they will call the name of their mother. That tells you that where their heart is, is with their mom. But when Jesus has taken the center place of your heart, that's why when certain things happen, you call the name, you confront it immediately with the name, what? Jesus. Why? Because you acknowledge him in your life as your protector. You acknowledge him in your life as your Lord and personal Savior. So that acknowledgement is the access. We come to acknowledge that Jesus is the owner of whatsoever we are doing. Praise God. So today we are going to be looking into steps towards gratitude. What are the steps towards gratitude? We've already established that Jesus is our Lord. And we know that every good and perfect gift, the Bible said they come from the Lord which made the heavens and the earth. Am I communicating with somebody? So, steps towards gratitude. 
if you are not grateful definitely at some point activities concerning you will be put in a whole stop show me a man that is grateful i will show you a man that is always blessed am i communicating with somebody now steps towards gratitude number one giving thanks through prayers giving thanks to prayers this is one of the ways to give thanks and probably the most popular way to thank god somebody say i will pray can i hear you say i will pray in your prayers the first thing you want to do is lift up holy hands and give thanks unto the lord for me it is irresponsible of a believer to start its prayer with demands in jesus name father by tomorrow morning i need this in the name of jesus father you see that car i don't like it anymore i need another one uh, lord in the name of jesus my boss is disturbing me so change his position to another office father in the name of jesus i need this money i need that lord i need my business i need that so everything you pray your own your understanding about prayer is you want to put your needs before god so any day you don't have needs you don't pray praise god so the first thing you want to do when you kneel to pray or when you stand to pray or when you lay down to pray is to give god thanks thank him for the breath of life that you have as a first step of gratitude thank him for everything like the day is over you thank him father i thank you for taking me out and bringing me back safe and sound sometimes we struggle because we don't know how to thank god Thank him for the success you've had so far. Thank him for protecting you. Thank him for seeing you through, through the hurdles and the challenges of life. Glorify his name. When you thank him, then the next thing that will happen is that you put your petitions before him. But the first step is you must thank God in prayers. when jesus was asked to teach them how to pray they said to jesus teach us how to pray and he taught them a simple prayer our father which art in heaven acknowledging the lordship of our god he said hallowed be thy name see that the word hallow is you will reference you acknowledge how big your god is forget about your problems forget about your trials just acknowledge him say hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is where he said give us this day talking about what demands 
but before the demands you see that he has already given thanks to God say give us this day our what our what our what so daily bread cannot come first but hallowed be thy name must come first it it is it is very 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 um powerful when you are in the midst of challenges and in that midst of challenges something just happened and you need to pray maybe somebody just passed out you need to pray and believe god for that person to come back to life now i want to be very sincere 99 percent of us here will just start shouting jesus no man bring him back in the name of jesus let him come back no that's an attitude of fear it is fear that is propelling that prayer you know there's a fearful prayer there is a prayer that you start praying because you are afraid if you believe that you are in charge you don't start that prayer that way am i communicating with somebody you know how you start the prayer even when everybody's panicking oh my jesus oh my jesus oh my jesus you just come in quietly you tell them shh quiet you lift up your hand father i give you praise and i thank you immediately you say thank you the heavens opens am i communicating it tells of gratitude it tells of you acknowledging that god has done it before and you have testified about it and he can do it again and when you finish giving him thanks you will know nobody needs to tell you say now is the time to confront you will know because you will have that inspiration all over your body you will have that you will have that holy spirit the holy spirit in you will tell you say son now speak hallelujah jesus gave a practical example when he was resurrecting lazarus he never went there and started shouting no everybody was panicking even when he wanted to they said to him oh see this guy is smelling by now he said believe for i am the resurrection and the life and the bible said when he got before the tomb face to face it was a it was it was it was a challenge to the ministry of jesus and he knelt down the Bible says he lifted up his voice and said, Father, I thank you because I know you hear it me. When you give thanks, your tank will be full. I say again. Somebody say amen. Are you ready? Number two. Tell people about his goodness. Yeah, this one is very important. Tell of his goodness. Tell people about his. Tell people about his what? Tell people about his what? Praise God. Before that, let's look at Philippians chapter 6, chapter 4, verse 6. 
Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Tell people about his goodness. Tell of his works. Tell about what he has done. He said, be careful for nothing. Do not bother. But in everything, by prayer and what? Come on, talk to me. By prayer and what? He said, with what? Let your request be made known unto God. So thanksgiving is the key that unlocks every door. No matter what that door is, thanksgiving and gratitude, appreciation unlocks doors. So tell people about his goodness. Praise God. Sharing your testimony with people is a systematic approach to thanking God and showing how appreciative you are. I, I hope everybody's catching this. Sharing your testimony. No matter, you see, the problem with us is that we, we rate testimonies. Something happens to you, happen to you and you say to yourself, oh, this one is a small testimony. Why? Because you heard that somebody resurrected from the dead last week Sunday. So this Sunday, you have a testimony this week. But because it is not the dead resurrecting, you call it a small what? A small what? There are no small testimonies and there are no big testimonies. There are no heavy testimonies and there are no less weight testimonies. There are no fat testimony and there are no slim testimonies. All testimonies are testimonies to the glory of God. Learn to testify. The Bible says we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. Some of us have never even testified before. Praise God. And if you are that kind of person watching online or in person here, if you have never testified before, there is something wrong somewhere. It's either you don't believe you're just tagging along or you are too shy to praise God do you know what Jesus said he said if you are ashamed of me you know I've had people that have mind-blowing testimonies I tell them come and testify you know what they tell me they say I'm shy pastor don't make me do it I'm shy and I ask myself a question, why is it that God is not even shy in doing certain things for some people? Why is it that when they came for, to ask for prayers, they were not shy to say, please pray for me? You see that? Let your mind be renewed. Some of us even have testimonies that we are, we've been hiding. It is because you know if you tell pastor, pastor will say, come and testify. So you don't just tell pastor at all. <laughs> to you, you just go back home by the corner of your room. Say, oh Lord, I give you thanks for what you have done. Amen. Lord, you know my heart, right? And I'm thanking you. That's not 
giving God thanks. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me, I will be ashamed of you on that day before my Father in heaven. Learn to give testimonies, no matter how small it is. Come and testify. Nobody will tell you no. Anybody that tell you no, don't testify. They want to steal your joy away. Don't let it force your way to testify. Because <laughs> I tell you, there are people in the hospital right now as we talk. Some of them can't even eat through their mouth. They feed them through their stomach. They have a pipe in their stomach, have a pipe inside their mouth, have a pipe here, have a pipe there. They can't even go to the loo through normal way. They have to pipe them. Everywhere in their body is piped. But you know, God has given you and I a natural pipe where we take out waste. A natural pipe where we swallow things from. How everything in your body is moving in accordance. Don't you know it's enough to testify? That you woke up in the morning. Who are you to tell if you will wake up tomorrow morning? that you woke up in the morning is enough testimony to say lord thank you thank you because i tell you when you go to bed you you lay down to sleep how i wish one of those days you put a camera to just watch you you lay like a dead person the body is in a state of no movement you are unconscious Somebody asked me and said, Pastor, how is, the, how is the spiritual world and this present world, how is it when somebody dies? I said, there is no difference with when somebody's sleeping. You just go to sleep. He said, really? I said, yeah. I said, but when you go to sleep, your spirit don't sleep. Your spirit man, just like you're dreaming, but it's a dreamland of no return. You just dwell there. Have you ever been in the dream and you feel hungry? Like your spirit, you tell yourself, ah, I'm hungry, oh, I need to go back so that I'll go and eat. No, 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 have you? I'm bringing reality so you, that's to tell you that in the, in, the, in the spirit world, there is no food. You don't go hungry. What gets hungry is the flesh. Because the flesh needs food to take some nutrients god made it that way because it's a suit this body is a jacket so you have to take care of the body sometimes the body fails it's just like you're driving your vehicles suddenly there is an engine check light you didn't do nothing you didn't bash the car nothing it just happened but it's also possible that you're driving that car for two years now you've never been to the dealership other than change your oil you've never walked anything on that vehicle that's how you are god sustains you you have to acknowledge him in all your ways in your going out you acknowledge him it is because of god even though somebody tells you i say oh you're smart tell them no it's not because of my smartness 
The Bible said the, road, the, the race is not to the swift. It's not because I know how to run or I know how to meander my way. That's how I'm succeeding. No, that's not the reason. I succeed because of, of the grace of God in my life. I had some pastors come by here and when they look around, they say, come tell us, there's something you're hiding from us. <laughs> there's something you're hiding from us. I said, how? They said, we knew when you started. And it's not like your church is so jam-packed that people don't see where to sit. And I told them, I said, it's not by might. It's not by strength but by the grace of God. I say, it's not by the size of your church, but by the size of your God. Amen. Am I talking to somebody? It's not, it's not by your eloquence. It's not by your, you know, the grammatical knowledge or the kind of scriptures you gather inside of your head that makes things happen. Just acknowledge him in all your ways, the Bible says acknowledge him in all thy ways in all your ways acknowledge god that you pick food to eat acknowledge him. that you walked and they pay you your salary father thank you for my salary how many of you thank the lord for your pay you know sometimes sometimes you want to make a grand stand i walked for it hello haven't you seen people that finish working on the day they are supposed to receive their pay they died did they receive it no company is supposed to pay gratuity finally they paid it to the children <laughs> they didn't receive it but they had plans for it but they could not execute why because life was taken away from them The Bible talk about a man that says, oh, tomorrow I will do this. Oh, to, tomorrow I will do this. Tomorrow I will, I, will, I will make sure this happens. I will make sure that happens. And the Lord said, oh, you fool, your soul will be demanded of you tonight. Acknowledge God. Tell of his testimonies. The, any opportunity you have to see anybody, just tell the person the Lord is good. Some people look at you, they say, wow, I just love the way things are happening for you. Don't take the glory. The Lord said, my glory I will share with no man. Don't take the glory. Fame is very deceptive. See fame? Fame. You want to, want to be famous. You want to be famous. There are people that fame has destroyed them. Because of being famous and being a superstar, many have gone to the doctor in and out over a hundred and something times to perform hundred and something surgery from, their, from the strands of their hair to the toes of their nails. They are replacing, replacing back and forth. But the Bible says that you shall be renewed. Everything about you shall be renewed. Their strength shall be renewed like that of a youth if you serve the lord faithfully meaning meaning the lord by himself can keep your body i'm not joking 
God can keep you from aging. Anything you see science is producing because the the whole root or dimension of science is discovered in the realm of the spirit. Let me let you know. Everything about science is discovered from the realm of the spirit. The Lord can keep you in perfect peace. Your body, your skin, your organs in perfect peace. Why? Because your mind, the whole of your mindset is on God. Some people mock some of us that every day we are in church. Every day we want to go to church. Every day we want to have something to do for God. They say, ah, don't you rest. Every day we are running around. Say, what are you running around for? Eh, I want to make sure that this thing is okay in the church. Uh, I want to make sure that this thing is okay. Uh, pastor sent me to do this. Pastor sent me to do this. Some, some will mock you and ask you, does the pastor pay you? <laughs> you see, serve God. This is a whole topic of his own. I don't, I'm being very careful not to drift, but acknowledging for the fact that one was in a vehicle and the vehicle had an accident, everybody died and you stepped out without a scratch. It doesn't mean that you are Alpha and Omega. God saved you for a reason. And it doesn't mean that every other person that died, you are better off than them. God's message. This is so personal to me because I can boldly tell you that in living my life, there is a whole lot I have given up because of the gospel. And ranging from a personal perspective, general perspective, there's a whole lot that I've, that I've denied myself of for the sake of the gospel. And that's why when I sit with any of you, one second, watch what I do. I start telling you things that will gear up your spirit. I start feeding you. I start investing. That's investment. I was speaking, I was speaking with one of our brothers here. And he just called me just to check up on me. And he was driving and I was driving too. And we just got talking. And he said, Bishop, I love to do this always. I want to do it always. That just only talking to you for 20 something minutes has given me new insights. It's investment. Don't tell me, oh, Pastor, I don't have any testimony to tell anybody. Hello. Your salvation is enough testimony. Don't look out to be perfect. Hello. Because perfection, it's 
what you assumed a particular position on based on the grace of God over your life. So who is perfect but God? So there is none perfect. So that's what the devil uses to put us in a place of not showing appreciation to God because he tells us to say, listen, you are still experiencing that pain. Even though pastor has prayed, the pain has gone, but it's still there a little bit. So just keep quiet. When it's finally gone, so you cannot testify. But that's not true. The Bible says when Jesus prayed for the lame man, he took him up by the hand and he limping was giving God thanks. See that? He, he wasn't walking perfect. But he was what? Limping. That limping is a limp of faith. And even in that midst, he was thanking God. Jesus prayed for the blind man. And when he asked him, what do you see? He said, I see men like trees. <laughs> Can I hear you say process? There are some testimonies some miracles that don't just happen instantly they take time because it's a recreational testimony a recreational miracle so it takes a process it's changing because if anything can happen it could be instantly it could be progressional so when jesus prayed for that man he said oh i see men like trees instead of him to see human beings seeing trees jesus said come you need a second touch on his head and his eyes became open so you see that you have to learn even in the midst of wanting to become that person you want to be tell of the goodness of God Paul said something that in the scriptures that made me so happy and that's why I am bold to preach about the goodness of God he said we are poor yet make many rich we are poor yet make many rich did you get that we are poor yet make many rich so how are you poor as a pastor you don't have money you don't have house you don't have material possessions but you make many rich because our mission here on earth is not to become rich but our mission here on earth is to be rich in christ because when you have abundance of christ in you you are rich in glory so when you speak to people you're speaking the riches of christ over them and many of them will turn that gospel and apply it into their life and they become spiritually rich and spiritually rich spiritually and what physically rich it tells in their life and because they become physically abundant the next thing they do is to return back to you as the pastor to show what appreciation thank you pastor thank you man of god for allowing god to use you to pray for me and sometimes they could come with substance in their hands to say we just want to show this appreciation now when you read the scriptures from the book of genesis down to revelation you will discover that even jesus had no bank account Jesus had no house of his own. 
Jesus moved from place to place and people provided for his needs but he prays for them for abundance and abundance comes and they you know they reciprocate back to him by saying thank you Jesus came to the height whereby he needed not to ask he just tells his disciples go and tell those men that I'm coming to the house they should make food ready they should prepare table and it's done hallelujah number three are you there giving giving anyone who is appreciative will always learn to give and care for others anyone who is appreciative will always learn to give and care for others anyone who is appreciative you're very appreciative one of the signs of it to know that you're appreciative is that you will always want to give and you always want to show care for others remember take notes i did not say you always want to show care to those that appreciate you because some of us we have sealed our heart i say anybody that don't tell me thank you i won't give them again now remember the bible said that the same manner that you judge others the same way also you shall be judged so if you put that standard and say anybody that don't tell me thank you i will not give them again it simply means you're telling god that any day you didn't say thank you he should never bless you again remember the same way you deal with others when they fail when they disappoint when they when they when they when they don't come up to standard it's the same way also the same measure you'll be dealt with too i go back to the lord's prayers he said forgive us our trespasses even as we forgive those who trespass against us forgive us our trespasses we all want god to forgive us am i communicating is there anybody that doesn't want god to forgive him uh -huh. Uh -huh. but when we have our brother or sister step on our toes hmm, we'll let them know that these heels are not meant just for joke we we, we tell them and say the same the same the same way you step on me i will step on you too eye for an eye tooth for tooth you must learn to give because what you give is what you get back garbage in and garbage out when you give love you will receive love the scripture says love your neighbor even as you have loved yourself but if you fail to love yourself you can't give love to anybody hello praise god we're talking about giving right you know if you cannot give to yourself you can't give to somebody very well you didn't hear that one are you sure you heard it let me repeat myself if you cannot take care of yourself you can't also take care of people around you 
it's like you're cooking food in your house can you cook junk in your house and come out outside and cook very good food for people outside no it's the junk you eat that you give what i have give id if you have hatred and bitterness you will sow it inside of your children first they are your first disciples of hatred and bitterness i'm not joking you think giving as i say giving is to bring money hello giving is in many dimensions the man is created to give to the woman the woman is made to receive and incubate and return it back to the man that's our children are born am i communicating so when you see certain persons that can't really show love look at them very well ask yourself do they even love themselves i've seen a lady that is so bitter with almost everybody she come across and i have also watched her closely to find out that even when she sees nobody to be bitter with she gets bitter over herself what kind of skin is this that i have why is my skin reacting this way this clothes i bought this clothes but why is it that this clothes is no longer fitting why is this why is that not happen why is this not so she get bitter over herself why she sees nobody to get bitter over stay away from bitter-minded people because before you know it they will corrupt you with their virus just like if you are growing up as a little boy you keep seeing your father as a street fighter he is he has fought all the neighbors around physically every time your father is standing standing to fight on the street so you will become the most senior street fighter with time you become a boxer everybody you see you want to box from school back home from home to church from church to school left and right you're boxing everybody mind what you give deal with yourself sanitize your hearts Because if you cannot give something good, you must give something bad. One way or the other, it must play out. You cannot avoid it. Hello, somebody? You cannot avoid it. What you have, you must give. And Jesus said, by their fruits, you shall know them. Gratitude. Gratitude. If your mother or your father live a life of deception, not appreciative, do you know that the, the power of gene could trace you and arrest you until you identify that they are like this? And you have to watch yourself carefully not to walk in that path because blood is very strong. You see, gene when they say the gene of your father is strong 
Yorubas will say, Lay giddy gone. It's very strong. That's why you could see that if there is a particular illness in the family, it, it is traceable. Start moving. But because you have the life of Christ in you, the Holy Spirit becomes your antenna. When those kind of virus wants to conclude, you say, No, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to take the image of my Father. For I am not the image of my Heavenly Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. For Christ in me is the hope of glory. Praise God. So you start living that life and start claiming that life. And you'll notice that your whole being will start responding good. 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 Because you are conscious of it. Show me a father or a mother that are givers. I will show you children that will never drag biscuits at school. They won't fight over biscuits. They won't fight over candy. When, when, when some other child wants to take from them, they just say, take, don't worry, take and go. Why? Because they've seen their parents live that kind of lifestyle. Praise God. When we become an agent of giving, everything about us, we will start receiving. The Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. In good measure, pressed down, shaken together, shall men bring unto your bosom. I've had somebody, somebody called me and sowed a seed. Before they could drop the phone, another person gave them money. And even higher than what they sow. Somebody, somebody dropped money and gave money to the church. And before you know it, another higher dimension was given to them. It, it's, it's a lifestyle. If you build it that way, you get it. Hallelujah. Let me show you the book of Acts. Acts chapter 20 verse 35. Acts 20 verse 35. You are high and lifted up. Awesome God. Thank you, Jesus. He said, I have showed you all things how that so laboring ye ought to support the what? And to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how ye, how he said, it is more what? Blessed to give than to receive. Every time you see giving, the giver is always at the top. It is more blessed to give than to receive. Praise God. Giving to the work of God or to other people is a way to thank God for blessing you abundantly. You know that? Giving, giving to the work of God. And don't tell me, oh, pastor, I don't have anything. That's a lie. Everybody has something. There is nobody that is without something. Even the woman that told Jesus, he says, see, there is nothing I have in my house. He says, serve a pot of oil. Serve a little food. For I am my son. After we finish eating, it will die. Just that little cake. 
and the prophet said make it for me first to eat i believe if i step into your house in this pandemic and you have just one plate of food for you and your five kids to struggle over and after that plate of food there will be no other food again and i come in i look at you like this <laughs> and i look at the kids i rub my stomach at first your face you will change your face because you know what i want <laughs> i know you very well you will frown your face in your heart you start speaking in tongues no pastor no pastor no pastor no pastor don't do it don't do it don't ask for it before you know you say uh sister d uh i need that food let me tell you two things will happen either you say no <laughs> either you say no or you bring that food and when you're bringing the food your face will be heavier than the food <laughs> and you know when the man of God will be eating the food, he will not be, he will, mm, wow, this food is very sweet. Mm, my God, what, what kind of spice do you use on this food? Mm, and you'll be looking at him, say, look at his face. In your mind, you'll be cursing out the man. How wicked he is. He didn't even look at my last born child. I finished eating. He will bop. Oh. He said, you people should go to bed. Me, I'm going to bed. In the midst of that drought, a word came because of faith. Because of faith, a word came from above. Say that food you're eating, that will not be the last. And according to the prophetic declaration of the man of God, by that time tomorrow, there was food everywhere. men of god that come around you they are not schemers when i mean men of god i mean genuine men of god they are not coming because they are hungry they are instrument god brings towards you to seize as an opportunity to step higher don't forget that anytime you see a pastor in need is a stepping stone for you rush it and meet that need am i talking to somebody go fast and meet that need the woman of zarephath everything was there for her but one thing was lacking God told his servant, he said, I have commanded the woman of Zarephath to take care of you. 
and the man of God arrived there. Wow. He didn't tell the woman. The woman sensed it. So you have to be spiritually sensitive to know where to invest. You have to be sensitive. Not all mountains are Mount Moriah. Some of you are here. You are carrying seed. You are sending to big time ministries that you don't even know. You've not seen the pastor flesh and blood before. Forgive me. You say, oh, because the ministry is, is big. So when I sow into that big ministry, my blessings will be big. You are a real Lotto 49 person. Praise God. You are using, you're using, you're using the mentality of Lotto Max to come into the kingdom. It doesn't work that way. When God told Abraham, he said, take thy son, thy only son, Isaac, and I will show you the mountain. I will show you the place where you will sacrifice it. So which means that we are other places. But there is just one place God chose that that sacrifice will be accepted. So it's not everywhere you see you throw your seed. I'm not saying it's not the house. It is the house of God too. But it's not everywhere you cast your seed. Because some of you have casted and the seed died. Because it's not a productive ground for you. So, one of the steps towards gratitude is giving. Because when you give, you're showing appreciation to God that, Father, I appreciate that you're giving me. So, I'm giving out also. He said to Abraham, He said, Abraham, I will bless you and you shall be a blessing. I will bless you and you shall be a blessing. The blessings of God does not stop with you. The reason why, you know, some of us, we are at our second chance level. Are you aware? Okay. Somebody say second chance. Can I explain, please? Some of us have touched money. And I wonder why every time I keep meeting people at their second chance level, this is always the story. Oh, pastor, I used to be on money. But when you used to be on money, you didn't locate me. When the money was over, now you are yeah, here. Yeah. Praise God. But I, I have beginning, I'm beginning to see it that God always uses me to build people from the scratch. And I'm not complaining, I love it. Because building from the scratch is a great thing. You learn a lot. That's why getting involved with a growing ministry is the best way to grow your spiritual life. A growing ministry is the best way to grow spiritually. Because the pastor will follow you bomba to bomba. The pastor's eye will be on you. When you shake your body, you will see that you're shaking your body. But if you are in a... I'm not saying the crowded place is not good. It is good. But you won't have opportunity to grow and exercise your faith that much. You will just be at a level of receiving. No, you should grow. You should aspire to grow. Hallelujah. Number four. 
obey him the him is uppercase him obey him in brackets god everything you do and say should be done in accordance with the word of god obeying god simply means trusting him and trusting his will or plans for our lives this boosts our faith in him and faith to help to reflect on the things he has what he has done for us so you have to obey him god said to abraham take thy son thy only son he what obey that obedience is gratitude you are appreciating god that you trust him so if god tells you you move you move god tells you you stand you stand god tells you stand and yet you are seeing a truck coming and you want to move god say hey don't move anywhere stand there trust the lord and stand it's a story about a man he was you know he, he was he, he he slipped and was about to fall from the cliff of the mountain and he, he was struggling to get up no way and he was screaming is there anyone there please help me he was screaming down and suddenly an angel appeared and said yes i am here just let go of the cliff and i'll catch you he said please is there anyone up there help me you see people don't trust god let go and let god when you let go is a sign of appreciation you appreciate that god has taken charge and when you let go let go indeed it's not the one you say no problem i've let go you go behind and you're still fighting you're still fighting you're trying to help yourself when you know that you can't help yourself you need god to help you so obeying god is one of the steps of gratitude when you live a life of obedience he said those, those that those if you if you are willing and obedient he said you shall eat the fruit of the land turn to your neighbor say be obedient turn to your neighbor and say be obedient There are two things that make believers in this country not to serve God better. You want to hear those two things? Number one, the system, the government system. Number two, money. You so much depend on the government that you no longer see God as your only source. Number two, your money is your lifeline. That's how you have decided to live. If you don't have money, you are done. Sometimes, dear God, when you don't have that extra resources around you, have faith 
I know you're going to say, oh, oh, faith is not going to pay the bills. Faith is not going to blah, 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 blah. Faith is not going to do. Hey, you don't know anything. You know that Hydro can call you, you alone, and tell you that they don't know, but they just feel like wiping all your bills. Anything can happen. Praise God. Somebody giving, giving testimony of debt, debt forgiveness from nowhere. You're, you just receive a call. The debt is cleared. Clean slates. Start all over. Good credit. Pastor, is it true? It's true. And it's not working for you because you don't trust God. But don't tell me, oh, but I have faith. Mm-mm. It's fake. You are not exercising faith. You are exercising fake. You are only saying it, but in your heart, you have options. Be truthful. Uh, if I pray, it doesn't work. I will go and see Dr. Rumbabaza. If I pray one, two times, it doesn't work. Um, I will go and see that specialist. If I pray one, two times and it doesn't work, uh, I will go and ask my uncle for money. I will ask for help. Help coming from above. Let's go back to that state where we can be on our knees praying in the house. And God will ask somebody without you calling. You will just receive a knock on the door. The Lord said I should give you this. Obey him. I have seen believers empty their account, their bank account. God gave them instruction. Say, you want me to bless you? You say not empty yourself. They empty everything. Bring it before the altar, drop it, and go their way. Everything. Those are the two things that stop you from being a believer that we see ex- the supernatural i've given you testimonies of myself in asia no money to pay parents just at the verge of being given quick notice and that was it zoom heaven paid into my account straight up is a living testimony that can't leave my head and i will keep testifying about it don't tell me oh pastor i've heard it before you will hear it again Am I complicating? Because you need to hear it until you start practicing it yourself. Two times, two different occasions, paid money into my account in dollars. And I shouted hallelujah. Paid my rent, had extra to take care of myself. You think God does not take care of his own? The reason why you're struggling is because you believe that he doesn't take care of his own. So you want to take care of you for you. Learn to obey God. Some of us, we, we, we bind the Holy Spirit. The Lord said to you, take $1,000 and go and give to that brother. Take $1,000, go and sow in the life of that sister. You wake up at night and say, for what? For, for what? That sister, God is only testing your humility. 
your ability to trust him and the next thing you start binding the holy spirit every voice that is speaking to me in the name of jesus i bind you by fire i command you out of my heart in that but two days ago you asked holy spirit speak to me i want to be hearing you and the first word he said to you is take your car keys go and give it to this person and you start fighting him say for what the reason why many of us don't hear from god is because what he told you to do four years ago you are still struggling with it and you think god will bypass that one no you will remain there until you obey that last one he will speak another one to you praise god you there number five sing praises steps towards gratitude sing praises according to to the scriptures king david made use of this method most of the time to thank god david was known to be a man that sang praises irrespective of the condition he was in or what time it was for the season god called him a man after his own what a man after his own what so what do you think god eats he doesn't eat chicken he doesn't eat pork he doesn't eat cow he doesn't eat beef he doesn't eat uh, um, there is nothing so what is it that god eats god definitely eats something god eats praises so how many times have you fed god on your own i'm not talking about the praises they sing from the altar here just on your own in a whole day have you ever fed god before have you ever sat down on your own just start praising praising oozing out praise from your mouth praises is a sign that you acknowledge him as the one that has control over everything happening in your life whether good or bad you don't have a job praising you don't have money praise you're not feeling fine do you know how many times i don't feel fine yet i have to come here to sing and praise god and preach in my body i know that my body oh geez just before you came we've been here walking for so long since early hours today and at some point my body just felt like it was shutting down i felt like my body was shutting down Bah. Ask the median people. I just, I just told them. I said, I don't know what's happening to me. And I came to the altar, and I laid on the altar for only five minutes. And I got up back again, healthy. I didn't pray. I just went, just positioned myself by the corner of my father's house. It was done. You think what I tell you to do me, you don't practice it too? 
when I say go on the altar and lay on the altar, me too, I go to the altar to today. I'm but a man. The fact remains that there are people that are not here today for Bible study. When you call them, they say, Oh, Bishop, I had a slight, slight headache. Oh, Bishop, the wind was so much. You are experiencing wind that is only pushing papers and leaves up and down. You are complaining. What about those just a few days ago that in America that they are, everything about them was, even they themselves to the wind carry them? <laughs> we need to be grateful. Do you know? <laughs> do you know that the whole hurricane that is ravaging America? actually starts from Africa it starts from the Gulf of Guinea the ocean there it starts rolling from there and by the time it rose and become a monster it monster itself in America not in Africa please explain that to somebody has science been able to to stop that because if they are able to divert it by now they would have done it Who, 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 because back home we do see it. We just say people play inside of it, just very little thing, but you don't know that it has gotten up. It's going, traveling. It wants to go and bury itself in America. But have you ever heard about the hurricane in Africa? No. That's why we must thank God. When the snow started this season, the first snow, I came out. I was looking. I said, but God, you can be very, very wonderful. Four hours from here, go to Jamaica, it's hot. The sun is heating the skin like he wants to burn it right now and dry it up. But flying four hours, just four hours into Canada, the snow is dealing with everybody. And when I was looking at the skies, I see the flakes of snow coming. Where does it gather from? Who blends it? Because you could call it an ice that you blend. It's blending and breeze is blowing it. It's going. Praise God. Truly. Always praise Him. And you move to British Columbia, it's warm. I know those of us that are uh, science, you know, crazy, say, oh, you know, the weather, the weather. Who, who made the weather? Is he your great grandfather? Science doesn't acknowledge God. And that's why we have to put it back to them. That you can't defy God. You can't. You cannot defy the principles of God. That's why at some point, we have to just say, Father, thank you.
sometimes when i look at humans i wonder how you grow bones inside the womb of a woman from from nothing from blood from sperm turn to blood from blood you know heartbeat oh jesus That you could have a human being inside of a human being incubating and you know when you look at the baby inside of the womb it has a way of surviving inside of water like a fish and the baby feeds also as the mother eats the baby is drawing to their portion and before you know it, they are growing bones. They are becoming strong. And when they come out, here we are. Standing strong. It's a process that when you think about it, you just have to say hallelujah to your name. God finished work in that area. God did marvelously in that area. Praise God. Number six. Thanking others. Thanking others in around you. The mistake some people make is refusing to thank others enough. Second Corinthians 9, 13-14. 2 Corinthians 9, 13-14. The mistake people make, many of us make, we don't know how to thank people around us. Whilst by the experiment of this ministration, they glorify God for your professed subjection unto what? Unto the gospel of Christ and for your liberal distribution unto them and unto all men. This was the disciples thanking they're showing appreciation and by their prayer for you which long after you for the exceeding grace of God in you simple appreciation that's why many are depreciating money is not joy money wealth is not the source of happiness if it's a source of happiness, many billionaires today will not have any business cry. Do you know the rich also cry? If money was a source of happiness, but the way we drive after money, very rough. We change gears when we are looking for money. Our eyes are red like dragon. You would think that when we have that money, then everything will be settled. But you find out that all is not still well. Because man is not satisfied until he finds Christ. Peace comes. Settlement comes. Joy comes. Look at the everyday hustling and bustling. You, are, you wake up in the morning, very early in the morning. You're rushing. 
if you, you run everywhere you're running you run back home also you sleep you wake up the next day you bed where are you going you're going to walk 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 after all what next you are still not satisfied that's why you got to learn to thank people around you I was talking to to some persons and I said to them I said do you know that as a parent you are not the only one that brings up your children the school is there people around you neighbors also they help in correcting your kids that's why we must make sure the community where we find ourselves is a is a is a more sanitized community we have somebody out there will not teach your children the wrong thing the church is a, is a community too we are community of people we come together we'll learn we encourage one another and when it's time to thank sometimes you just have to go to another parent and say thank you for looking out for my kids even though your kids have not been with them for once just show that appreciation some of us don't appreciate rather we attack what do you mean are you saying that I don't take care of my kids too what do you mean this that before you know it everywhere is in chaos somebody does something nice for you tell them thank you the word thank you can go a long way am i talking to somebody don't make that mistake not to appreciate people around you can i give you one simple example you know you can have money fill up this whole house you can be a trillionaire but if you don't have one man by your side you're a failure you're a poor man what drives the economy is not money it's people <laughs> hello sister g you can be so rich thickly rich your pocket is sound your bank account is not breathing with oxygen it's breathing very well but if you don't have people around you to help you execute you are poor you are miserable the bible said money answered all things that is not literal you ought to use the wisdom of God to decode that all things. Money is an encourager. It helps you to carry out. But the basic thing in your life is people. That's why I don't pray that God give me money. I don't pray that prayer. I pray God to give me men. Gift of men not the gift of money don't ever pray for god to give you the gift of money because you may have money and you will weep in this life like never before but when god give you the gift of men they will be there to carry out your vision you may have money and you cannot be in seven places at once when you are in one place you give somebody a little money say you execute this you 
is money does not execute itself it needs a person to execute it so learn to appreciate people around you that's why thank you is like water that flows out of my mouth i say thank you to people that are working with me i appreciate them sometimes i have to just go you know just to make when we walk in the office here i make sure whatever i'm eating they are eating i'm not the kind of pastor that you'll be alone eating dragging the thighs of chicken and when you ask you say for don't you know i'm the bishop you're eating the lion shear the people the people the people the people can make you and they can destroy you the people factor is very powerful it's like a loaded gun if you don't know how to use it very well you could shoot yourself on the foot learn to appreciate people around you tell them thank you god blesses you much share with them those that go errands for me i just I'll, I'll take their keys from them sometimes go and fill up their car with gas bring it back me i do it at a point my credit card was marks up why because i make sure it's not only me eating even though the credit card was going i say god no problem i rather owe than to see people that walk with me be hungry and me i eat alone learn to thank people working for you show appreciation that's why i pray to god that by next year there's no harm in us just going just take the workers on a trip those that work with you take them on a trip go out for a vacation and spend all expense paid three days trip let them just enjoy themselves for the good works that they've been doing let me tell you <laughs> the bible says, he that withholdeth his money he said the people shall curse him don't joke with people's curse if everybody contribute their curse you contribute your own you contribute you contribute they hit you you're finished that's why you see some community you see people that are very rich because they don't help the community any day they will need the community people to come together for them nobody will go and they will look like they are not existing around that community at all i was invited to a particular place for a burial and because the man that died he was so rich and his children they were so arrogant you know you know back home people come together to bury the dead even here even to their relatives the next door relative they didn't open their door to show a sign like somebody died next door a very prominent man and i came to that barrier and i asked the question why is it that nobody is associated with you guys the daughter said she doesn't know that they are wicked the lord said to me she's a liar that the father has been so so the father lived a life of an oppressor 
that uses his position to take lands and properties from people and when i saw one man standing like this i went to him i stand i, I stood by his side and i said ha ah, this barrier is so funny the man turned to me this barrier these people are wicked so the man downloaded everything to me and after they finished burying their dead i told them told the children say if you know what is good for you go and beg your community so it is evil of you when everybody avoids you no one person wants to associate with you something is wrong with you even satan is avoiding you it's a problem you, you know that level when you get to a level where Satan himself too is avoiding you. Satan will tell you, please go with your trouble. <laughs> Human beings are avoiding you, spirits are avoiding you. Every, then you shouldn't be here, die and go. Because you live a life of intimidation, oppression. You oppress your staffs. If your staffs they see you they run i've walked under a man like that when you see him coming take off because he slaps his staffs today where is he he doesn't have a hand anymore that he will use in slapping that's why we got to be very very conscious of saying thank you yes you are paying the person but as you're paying that money say thank you somebody very close to me rebuked me because when i go to grocery store when i'm when i buy i'm paying when i pay the person the person gives me change giving my stuff i say thank you and i'm going to say why why do you have to say thank you you are the one buying you're patronizing them why do you say thank you i said it's my nature say no stop saying thank you i said i won't stop Because I'm not paying the person standing there to serve me. Yes, I'm paying with my money. But they have the option to not to sell to me. And I can, I swear, go back home and chew my money. Yes, when you chew your money, you drink ice water, then you now know the difference between good food and literal money, paper money. Chew it. You don't want to ap ap appreciate people and associate with them go back home and chew your money and and swallow your coin don't tell me oh but bishop we no 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 say thank you appreciate them appreciate the bus driver on the way the snow will come he has family yes they are paying him but he could decide he's not working more especially in this canada that if you're not working they pay you stay sit at home so he could decide that he will not work and the government at the same time will not let him go hungry hallelujah so we got to show that appreciation let people know that we love them and we appreciate what they're doing my communicate with somebody praise god number seven for the last say build a strong relationship with god steps towards gratitude 
build a strong relationship with God. Praise God. The most effective way of saying thank you is to get closer to the person you want to thank. Every one of us, we are gearing now, getting set for Thanksgiving, right? But are you close to God? Have it in mind that it is possible you may be close to your pastor, but you are not close to God. It is possible you may know your pastor's address, but you don't know where God stays. It is possible you may know your pastor very well, but you don't know God. You're getting ready to thank who? God? Do you know him as your Lord and personal Savior? I know you will say, but I've given my life to Christ, Bishop. Oh, yes, I know. But even when you have given your life to Christ, is he your Lord and personal, not community Savior? Personal Savior. Do you have a one-on-one relationship, not church relationship, not family relationship, one-on-one relationship with God? In the same manner, thanking God requires a closer relationship with Him. There are many examples of people in the Bible who give thanks to God. And we're going to look at them. Number one is Hannah. Hannah gave long prayer of thanks to the Lord in 1 Samuel chapter 2. We're not reading that. Just put it down. Number two, David. David was thankful for the victory God granted him over the Philistines. Second Samuel 22 verse 1 to 51. Take that down. Second Samuel 22 verse 1 to 51. Number three. Mary in Luke chapter 1 verse 46 to 55 gave thanks to the Lord. You remember the story, right? Mary gave thanks. Number four, Jesus himself gave thanks to God in John chapter 6 verse 11 before distributing the bread and fish. To the multitude. John chapter 6 verse 11. So you see, building a strong relationship with God tells of how your testimony will come and your appreciation and thanksgiving is going to look like. Number eight. We are done with subheading. Number eight now. Praise God. I'm glad you guys are following. Number eight. Sacrificing all to him. 
sacrificing all somebody say all how many of you are ready to give all to god you're ready to give all to god if god asks anything from you would you be angry answer to yourself in other words surrendering all to god it is a sacrifice that must be made to show appreciation tendering everything you have before him to control your body number one use it to what to glorify the name of the lord use it as a pleasing what sacrifice to him if you want more of jesus give more of yourself to him to show some appreciation hallelujah give all give all the songwriter says i give myself away so you can use me but the truth of the matter is that some of us are still using chain to hold ourselves you say i give myself but you you are in control jesus take the wheel but you are still dragging the steering with him i can't take it anymore father help me but you are helping yourself father take control of my household but you are the champion of the house father take charge of my life but you make decision alone father my money it belongs to you okay when he makes demand you say no give me one thousand no i'll give you 150 because i have bills to pay so who is in charge that's why at a point the lord will let you lose to yourself to take care of yourself give him your all that is a sign of gratitude telling god that everything you have belongs to him the very first cell phone that i that was given to me i was a music director then many years ago you know when a lady saw how i was so tirelessly walking in the church you see how these young ladies walk in the media team oh jesus day and night that's how i walk i'll be in church so that's why when i look at them i'm glad in my spirit because i see myself in them it's not that i told them this is what i did it is the spirit of god that has enabled their spirit to charge them towards that and you can't mimic it you can't pretend if you pretend at a point you will start complaining but that's the truth what god has not given you the grace to do you can't do it you may say oh is he not painting ah i can paint okay when you paint this section they call you come and paint this other section you say no me can't come me strong bishop <laughs> I said, ah, listen, listen. Bishop. let me tell you it's not an easy task 
sometimes they feed it on their body but the next day i still see them show up and i just but only could fold my hands and say god bless this these people bless them it's not easy you know it's not it's not an easy road it is a difficult task but when you have the holy spirit in you and you are anointed for it you will do it like it's nothing then uh, as of then nobody sees me at home i don't show up if it's too late i sleep in the church so sleeping in the church is not today it has been my pattern <laughs> so when i get hit there I, I run back my second home marvel not that the church has to look nice because some days also the man of god has just had to just pass the night marvel not and it's not because the place looks nice even though it's it, there, were, there were times that there was no heat in here during the snowing time i slept here i slept here many times so it's not you have to have that drive sometimes i see some persons and i ask them what is even driving you is god the one driving you or you are driving yourself because the only time you start picking offense is is if the drive is you if it's the holy spirit you can't pick offense because he takes over you give him your all then i will walk in church i'll be walking everywhere i'm there everything i'm doing everything i'm not joking all the men I've, I served under, they are, except one that passed to glory early this year, every one of them are still alive. And I have good relationship with them, good rappers. I never rebelled against anyone. Was everything they did to me pleasing? It wasn't pleasing. But what's my purpose there? Am I there to serve? Yes, I'm there to serve. So serving, I did. So, while I was doing my service unto the Lord, a lady called me and said, wow, you work so hard. Then I had no cell phone. So, she bought the very first cell phone for me. Just one week. Very expensive cell phone. I was rejoicing. So, there was a program in the church. A prophet came. When the prophet came, he stood up on the altar he started calling for special seats for people to come and sow because of my heart i felt so pained in my spirit that i had no money to give and suddenly i said to myself i put my hand in my pocket and i felt the phone the devil came to me and said ha if you give her this phone now not sure you're going to get anyone anytime soon and i asked myself a question 
when I had no phone, was I still communicating with people? The answer was yes. I ticked that one. When I had no phone, was my life still at peace? The answer was yes. I ticked that one. When I had no this, no this, well, everything was ticked. I said, then, this phone is not more than my God. And I brought out the phone, took out my sin, and I dropped the phone on the altar. This was many years ago. And before then, I've been hearing messages upon messages that the Lord will send you outside the country for a mission work. Your place is not in your country to do the gospel. As of then, I was not even a pastor. You will serve God, you will preach the gospel in a foreign land. This message came as far back as 20, 21 years now ago. See how long. And when I, I've been hearing this message, when I took the phone and I dropped it on the altar, I didn't even wait for the man of God because I believe one thing. If I obey the voice of God, it's done. As I dropped the phone on the altar, I turned, I was leaving. And the man of God turned that. I said, you there, turn around. And I turned around. He said, from today, the chains of international doors has been broken. As I turned, I said, amen. The power of God hit me. Boom! I fell. And when I got up, I got up a new man. Just for the phone. Sometimes our breakthrough is with us. Some of us have used chain to tie it on our waist, saying it will not go anywhere. Yet you are asking for it, but you have the source to break through with you. Everything you ever need is with you. Everything you need to break through in life is with you. The rod that God used to that Moses used to move around was with Moses all these years. God empowered the rod. So you got to learn to give God your all. Give, let God be your first. Every other thing comes second. It may be challenging. Yes, do it. For obedience is not cheap. Every obedience, every time you obey, it will cost you something. Don't be afraid to pay the price. Jesus obeyed and it cost him the cross. And today, he reigned the Lord supreme. Might communicate with somebody. And the Bible said, and there is no other name that is given amongst men that anyone will be saved the name jesus say at the mention of the name jesus say every knee in heaven on earth and beneath the earth shall bow so you are the one that will make the decision nobody else surrender everything to god if you're surrendering give him all tell him you are the lord of it all after all please answer this question to yourself does a dead man go to the bank The life you have is to serve God with it. And serve it whilst you have breath of life inside of you. In full, not half-hazardly.
and God will bless you. Bow your heads.